What's going on? What's going on? Entertain the Geeky. Number one on the Entertain the Geeky Network. <laughs> we have a network? Show. No way. When did that happen? You know, that's what we that's what we were trying to do when we uh, brought Nerd News on. We were trying to get a couple other shows started. Yeah. And we were yeah. like, yeah, now we're, we're going to have a network. This is the right thing to do. And we just were juggling too many things at that point in time, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think it, so. It was a lot. Anywho. Yes. Hello. Hey, guys. Hello out there. What's going on? Uh, Comic-Con is going on. Well, it's, I mean, as of right now, I think it's probably over. I don't know. Do they do anything on Sunday? I don't think they do anything on Sunday. I don't know. I know. So. <laughs> I don't know. Big story from Comic-Con. Yeah, it's it's New York Comic-Con 2023. And somebody shit on the floor. Somebody shit on the floor, apparently. I don't know. I have no words. I have we, no words. We talking I don't, off, I don't have so anything to say about that. I, I see an article on comicbook.com about it. And I'm like, fuck yeah, dude, let's read this because this sounds hilarious. And the article it just was almost satirical in nature. Yeah. They're like... What else is there to say? Someone defecated on the floor. And I'm like, well, I guess you pretty much summed up everything no, right there, motherfucker. Said, yeah, like, enough said, for sure. But I, I'm thinking, did they catch the culprit? Like, was there a chase? I don't know. Was he, was it, was it like a... Can you get DNA from poo? Was it a running shit? Can was you, like, it, run the poo through a DNA was, sequencing? Was he sprinting <laughs> and shit while running? Like, how did this happen? How did you allow it? Did he just stand in line for too long and he just couldn't hold it anymore? Yeah, he's he didn't like, want to lose he's his like, place man, in I life. really want to talk to Jeff Johns. <laughs> <laughs> Guess I'm pooping right here. That's how pooping's happening today. But yeah, so uh, New York Comic Con has uh, all kinds of things going on. Um, one of the top stories I kept seeing on all the things I was looking at a minute ago before we were getting ready to start was new. there's a new Dragon Ball. There's more Dragon Ball. Oh, thank God. New Dragon Ball. Uh, that I would imagine probably will be set within what they've been doing with like the movies, right? Because the movies have kind of been their own little thing as well. You know, I uh, admittedly, my my fling with Dragon Ball was isolated to the year two thousand, <laughs> and it only went on for a, a couple short months. Sure. Like it just, it wasn't the show for me. And it's funny. I think I've had this conversation with a lot of friends over the years. I am a massive fan of Western style storytelling. The, the Eastern yeah. style storytelling, a little different. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. It's just not my cup of tea. There's nothing wrong with it, but yeah, some of it, some of it I can't get, I can't get into either. Uh, it's hard for me, right? We were just talking cause Another thing that was announced uh, was there's a live-action Yu Yu Hakusho that's coming to Netflix mm-hmm. in December, I think, is is what I saw. And uh, Corey is a huge Yu Yu Hakusho is fan. Is she? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got a hoodie with the characters on it. It's funny, too. You always know who the weebs are when you when you go out into the world and she's wearing this hoodie and someone will be like, ha ah! <laughs> They do the, the gun finger hey! thing at her. Yeah. Hey! Uh, yes, so uh, there's the weebs. <laughs> 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 uh, 
I, I say that lovingly. I have no, I have nothing against people who are really into anime. There's, there's a lot. I, I know a lot. I know. I mean, love. here, dude, we've been on the, we've been on the other side of that coin many right, times. Right, right. I know yeah. and love a lot of people who are really into anime, and there are some animes that I've gotten into over the years. I like, sure. I liked Bebop. I liked Trigun. Uh -huh, uh -huh. I liked Soul Eater. Uh, these were kind of, you know, these. No, were, there's been these cool were my shit. Thing. Yeah. So, but not a, It's not all for me, and. Yu Yu Hakusho is a perfect example of one that is just a little too much. Uh, sometimes, like I'll come home and she'll be watching it, and I'm just sitting there like, I don't even, what, I don't even, what is this show? It's the only like, time I don't understand. he walks in and says, "Turn that shit off." No, 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 no. But it, it is something where, like, whether I vocalize it or not, in my head, I'm just like, I don't I have no idea what this is. I yep. don't understand how it flows. I don't understand who these people are. Look. And like, oh, watch it, and, and there'd be more. So maybe, you know, we were talking, and I, I sent her a text, and she sent me that meme of Chris Pratt from Parks and Rec looking really surprised because she didn't know I'm, you know, following the updates as they come in. Um, and she said, she even made a point to say, like, I won't make you watch it. And I was like, no, I'll watch it with you. I don't understand what's happening in that cartoon, but, like, I can get down from the beginning of a live-action treatment. Like, I'm right. down, right? Well, it's like when Netflix did uh, Death Note with William Defoe. I watched it because Defoe was so in it. Bad, though. I didn't say it was it's great. so bad, though. Death Note is a great story, but, man, that live-action thing was so bad. But apparently, yeah, but apparently I haven't watched it, but apparently the One Piece live-action is, really is great. Good. Like, everybody's raving. Really good, like, oh, yeah. it's so good. And I don't know anything about One Piece. So that might be another one to try for the first time. You know? Sure, sure, yeah. I know they're pirates. Well, fucking uh, the <laughs> folks at Netflix are brilliant because they really have been in front of the ball on this with the live-action anime stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Whether that was something people were asking for, I don't know. You know, I, I, th I think to an extent. I remember yeah. starting to see some of them getting trailers and stuff, and I was like, "Did anybody ask for this?" Yes, oh, yes. Like the, the anime fans want that shit. Well, because we've had superhero movies for fucking twenty something years now. No, but like when it comes to anime, I I feel like wouldn't you rather just see it as the anime because that's its whole deal, right? Would, I mean, wouldn't you rather see Captain America animated as fuck? We have. I know, but it was cool to see him in movies. No, it wasn't. Too. Oh, I was totally happy seeing him Those in Those animated Captain America movies, they were really bad. They were bad movies. Oh, no, 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 that's a, <laughs> no, but like Avengers Earth Mightiest Heroes, great fucking series. Yeah. Great series, man. It had a good theme song. I'll give it that. The uh, <laughs> Avengers Assemble. Yeah, it had a good um, theme song. I'll give it that. The... 90s X-Men series? Come on, yeah, man. It's, it's good. Yeah, it's, it's but fine. I still want to see. It I doesn't hold up, I right? Still, I think no, that's the problem, right? It's like when you look at certain cartoons like Batman, the animated series, you can watch that in any era, in any, you know, with any people. It has. It that, holds up. It has that like 30s mob crime thing. That's it, baked it, it doesn't into really it. know what it wanted to be, right? The, because like it, they they drove around in cars like from the '40s, but right. they also had cell phones, so it was like it didn't really know what it wanted to be. But that was kind of its charm, right? No, 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 that made was, it very cool. It kind of just was this melding of different eras. But of because they did that, it almost United made it States timeless. history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. I think yeah. that was clever of them. Um, so yeah, yes, that, well, that, that X Men '90s series, uh, that's, that's, that it, doesn't. Hold it up. didn't age well. No, it doesn't hold up. But it was, it was a. It was a product of the time because the no, Iron I mean, Man I loved series it when I was that kid, was out sure. there, but that Spider-Man series that was out at the same time was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was okay. Uh, did you ever watch Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah with Firestar and, and, and Iceman, uh, Johnny. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, so good. Yeah, so good. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, man. It, I do enjoy the animated stuff, but that doesn't mean I don't want to see it in the movie. I'm cool watching it. Yeah, sure. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I just think there's a anime as a genre. 
that's what it's called. It's about these unique animation styles mm-hmm. and and telling a story from a weird, you know, weird kind perspective. of perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and just telling weird stories, telling stories that it's just like, how did you come up with this? Right? So like, his spirit was trapped in this wolf, but then the spirit came back to his son, and now he can yeah. shoot lasers out of his finger. I I, it's crazy like, sometimes. Huh. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay. <laughs> but uh, Dragon Ball's always been kind of a, I think, you know, That's it has it has the weirdness mm-hmm. that I think is is accompanies a lot of anime, but it also I always felt like had a more Western storytelling and and stuff like that. Like it has the again the weird things like Master Roshi being like super horny for all the ladies. You know, <laughs> it had weird things no, that are the, typi- that typify that, other anime. Right? There's the uh, Japanese perversion. Yeah, like yeah, but I think it's stuff, always yeah. felt like a more Western style of telling an sure. anime story. It, it's it's a pretty typical. It's hero's a superhero journey. story. Yeah, yeah, it's a superhero story, yeah. right? And villains and and a coterie of of different people and and right. villains in his life. Yeah, so yeah, I don't. I think Dragon Ball has always had a different appeal, but yeah. So there's new Dragon Ball. It's coming in 2024, apparently. <laughs> uh, so. One of the things that's been at the top of my list uh, recently on the show, mm-hmm. going back several episodes, if you're following, uh, is the return of the Ultimate Universe. And there is a one-shot coming out November, I think, because mm-hmm. Ultimate Invasion just ended. Yeah, I think the one-shot comes out next month. Um, and it will kind of be a springboard for what the new series were going to be. Well, so we weren't sure what those series were going to be, uh, but it turns out we we are now. Um, there is uh, first will be an Ultimate Spider-Man series, of course, um, by Hickman and Marco Cicchetto. Damn. Oh, Marco Cicchetto is a great artist who's done stuff on Daredevil. He's done stuff for Image. He's a, a fantastic artist, and he draws Spider-Man so interesting. I always loved how he designed characters. Um, he did Punisher when Greg Rucka was writing it. It was a cool run. Of really good. Too. Yeah, really good. So so big superstar lineup for the Ultimate Spider-Man book. And it's going to be something we haven't seen before, according to Hickman. He was talking about it at, at New York Comic Con. I mean, dude, Hickman doing fucking Ultimate Spider-Man well, is sure, almost but it, baffling. But it, it almost sounded like, just based on uh, the interview I read, now I obviously wasn't watching it live. I didn't get the inflection and, and kind of the connotation of some of these things. But it seems like... What he's trying to imply is that this is not going to be a Spider-Man we know. Right. Well, I'm wondering this if... This is going to be someone completely different. I'm wondering if they are not going to give us a... Uh, give us the treatment of Spider-Man being a, a fucking... More of a centerpiece in the Marvel Universe. Well, sure. Yeah, yeah. He was a centerpiece in the Ultimate Universe, too. I of, mean, cor- yeah, of course. Spider-Man's a pretty key figure. He, he's a key character. However, he's... It, typically speaking, his stuff is not the earth-shattering stuff that... Your uh, Avengers crossovers yeah, and whatnot. Deal yeah, with. yeah, that's true. Um, so I, I'd to, agree to that. To see more of that, I think, and especially with Hickman writing it, because that just yeah. is his thing. Yeah. Uh, everything is universe altering. So yeah. I, I'm wondering if he's not maybe going to take Spider-Man in that direction more, and we'll get this, you know, this cosmic Spider-Man again kind right, of thing. Right. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. It would. Um. So yeah, that one's coming in uh early next year. These are all next year titles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ultimate Black Panther. Um. So yeah, <laughs> Black <laughs> Panther was in the Ultimate Universe before he was uh experimented on, and he had like actual Panther claws that would like that were like 
tiny versions of Wolverine claws, kind of, mm-hmm. that would just kind of come out of his fist. Um, uh, so I don't know. What we've seen in, of Black Panther and Ultimate Invasion is a different guy entirely, kind of a more accurate kind of guy. Sure. But it seems like it, with the absence of the maker in the aftermath of the invasion story, this world that he's built that's kind of built on this, uh, you know, upper elite and and staged political theater and keeping the masses distracted with, oh, this is the bad guy now. We all don't like Russia now. And in the Ultimate Universe, in this version of the Ultimate Universe, Russia is literally like represented by Colossus and magic and stuff. Oh, wow. Mutants represent the country. Yeah. Um, So there's a weird power vacuum that happens as everything the Maker has built kind of starts to crumble without him. And infighting begins. And one of the groups apparently is going to be targeting Africa and Wakanda is what stands in their way. Yeah. It's going to be targeting Africa for, like, absorption into their part of the, their, their piece of the pot. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, yeah. They're an- trying to annex it, essentially. That sounds fucking intense. And so, yeah, the Black Panther book will be about... Uh, Keeping Africa it, free. If I remember, in the little description, it said, the Black Panther will defend Wakanda. Now, does that mean it's T'Challa? Not necessarily. Right. I think right. what the Ultimate Universe always did well uh, and still uh, is great at, they're reprinting a lot of Ultimate stuff uh, in omnibus form. So if you wanted to check it out and you never read the single issues, there are ways to get it now um, in these in these nice little omnibuses. I mean, they're, they're not cheap. They're big and phone book size and like $100 a pop. But Yeah, they're fucking well worth but it. But they're if worth you're, it. If you're, yeah, if you're just wanting to read the material, that is the yeah, way yeah, to do it, yeah. man. Um. But, yeah, so I think, again, one of the things that the Ultimate Universe always did well was subvert our expectations. Sure. Right, was make us, uh, keep us guessing at what they, was going to happen. They do interesting sidesteps yeah. to, yeah, keep you really hooked into the story. Yeah, I mean, the end of Ultimate X-Men number one is still a moment that will, will stick in my head forever because we cut to, we've been introduced to the X-Men, they went on a little adventure, they fought a Sentinel, and even though they saved everybody, you know, people are mad and they're throwing stuff at them and whatever, uh... And we cut to, in the last couple of pages of that book, we cut to Magneto in the Savage Land talking to Quicksilver. And he's talking about how, look what Xavier's doing. And he's like, he's ruining the dream and all of this, right? And Quicksilver even has a moment where he says, tell me where he is, Father, and I promise you he will be dead between your next two heartbeats. And (laughs) Magneto chiding his son, because he's in the Ultimate Universe, he just doesn't like Quicksilver. Mm -hmm. Uh says, oh, my God, are you kidding? You, your brain would be shut down before you were halfway across the ocean. Like, what are you talking about? This is Professor Xavier. We're talking, like, this is Charles <laughs> Xavier we're talking about. Like, he would see you coming a mile away. Yeah, he's, he's one of the most powerful mutants yeah, ever. <laughs> he would see you coming a mile away. In fact, all the way around the world away, he would see you coming. Right? He, would, he would shut your brain down. He would shut your brain down before you were halfway across the ocean. Uh, so then Magneto says, no, I need uh, an... Uh, you know, a highly skilled, trained operative to infiltrate this little club he's putting together and get close enough to him to kill him. Uh, I need the Wolverine, right? And then we cut to Wolverine, like, shirtless, gouges, cuts in him, and he's like, he's got his claws through a a giant crocodile's head, you know? (laughs) 
normal stuff, man. And that was the last page, right? That was the that was the setup. So right away it was just like, whoa, Magneto works or Wolverine works for the Brotherhood, and he's going to be sent to infiltrate the X Men so he can murder Professor Xavier. Like, what? <laughs> what is happening? Uh, <clears throat> so they always did something. They always did things to subvert our expectations. They always sure. kind of surprised us and kept us guessing, especially if you knew who these characters were in the regular universe. Right. Yeah. So Black Panther, it was a long-winded way to get back around to Black Panther might not be the Black Panther we're expecting. Sure. We might have T'Challa just as the king of Wakanda and some other champion of Wakanda is currently carrying the mantle of Black Panther. Oh, man, that'd be fucking cool. A son, perhaps. I don't know. We'll find out when it comes out next year. Uh, And then the third book is uh, Ultimate X-Men, which Peach Momoko Mm -hmm. is going to write and illustrate. Oh, wow. Uh, And Hefty order there, yeah. So, yeah, it is. But, like, I think, you know, Momoko kind of popped up and she was doing covers and different things. And... It was great, right? It was like, oh my god, you're you're so good at this. You have such a unique style. And then they gave, uh, they they ended up doing a story called Demon Days. It was an X Men story, like an Elseworlds type of mm-hmm. other universe X Men story that Moko was going to write and draw. And a lot of us were like skeptical. We were like, oh yeah, I mean, we'll see. You know, I don't know. You're really good at art. That doesn't necessarily mean you might. Yeah, be you might great not at be shit when it comes writing, to writing, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, and they're not bad. They're not great. They're not groundbreaking, but they're not bad. They're good stories. I mean, it's such a heavy order. There's not, I don't feel like there are a lot of people who can really accomplish doing the whole thing. Uh, You know, your exceptions there are your Todd McFarlane's and stuff. We talked about another one last week, Daniel Warren Johnson, who's writing and drawing Transformers. (laughs) But those guys are far and few between. There's, There's incredible storytellers out there. You've got your Scott Snyder's and all that that are just, or I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah, Snyder. Scott. Yeah, 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 yeah. Scott you, were, you were correct. Don't uh, second well, guess yourself. I, no, no, no. It was Zack Snyder. It popped into my head too, and I'm like, whoa, 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 different Snyder. Um, and yeah, you're Brian Michael Bendis. There's a bunch of guys yeah. out there that are just fantastic storytellers. But I'm sure if they pick up a pencil, it could be damning. Uh, sure. So yeah, it's it's an interesting thing, and those guys that can do both, shit. Yeah. So Mocha's taking on the uh, the weird, really unknown because. In Ultimate Invasion, we don't meet Professor Charles Xavier. We don't meet a Magneto. We meet some mutants, but they're really just like we meet Colossus and Ileana, uh, his sister, Magic, and and Colossus. Um, But they're almost like cameos. No, they're like the head of their nation. Okay. Right? Yeah, they're like they're 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 at the makers meeting representing Russia. Okay. You know what I mean? So there are mutants. We know that they exist, but we don't know what that means for the rest of the world. We haven't met more than just a few, like a handful. We've met DaCosta, okay. you know, Sunspot, or Sunfire, or whatever. Sunfire, Sunspot. Yeah. No, it was Sunspot. No, Sunspot. Sunfire okay. was the Japanese guy. Got you. Yeah, okay, yeah, yep, yeah. yep, yep. Sunspot. Uh, so, yeah, we know that they exist. We don't really know what kind of influence they have, whether okay. or not this is a world where they're hated and feared like every other or world. Or if they're... Political figure, or maybe and, yeah. yeah, something has changed. So we'll see. I mean, I think uh, Momoko, like I said, the the weird uh, X Men stuff that has been in this little Demon Days corner that she's been doing, which is like X Men stuff mixed with feudal Japanese culture, mm-hmm. 
Uh, so it's interesting. We've seen things like that before. Like they right. did a story, a Wolverine story Wolverine called stories Ronin. In particular, yep. Yeah, where he was like a Japanese Ronin in ancient feudal Japan. Um, he was the last samurai. <laughs> <laughs> um, that series was actually pretty interesting, but we don't need to go into that. We'll talk about that <laughs> another time. Some, another talk about time. that some other time. That series was actually really interesting. Um, but so yeah, I'm. You know, just based on what that has been, that weird little Demon Days thing, uh, I'm I'm in. I'm interested to see what Momoko will uh, bring to the table. What, yeah, what she'll turn out. Because it's, the Ultimate X-Men has the potential to be, just like in the original Ultimate Universe, the weird book. Sure. It's the weird book, right? It's the book where it's just like weird kind of shit happens, and you have, you have weird mutations, and you have some mutants that are not like, you know, normal they don't look like normal people, so they can't like yeah, night, they're halfway nightcrawler yeah. and, and stuff like that who can't just be out. They have out horns sticking out of their nose. Yeah, yes. so he looks like a demon. Yeah, I mean, this is, he's literally what descriptions of demons were. <laughs> but in the circus, I was the incredible nightcrawler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm excited. There, we're, we're seeing, you know, three new Ultimate series. Uh, the Ultimate Invasion... Um, miniseries the four issue miniseries that just ended uh definitely ended with the captain america reveal Mm -hmm. right like tony uh is iron lad in this universe and maybe kang he might be the guy who ends up becoming kang in the future who knows uh it definitely seems like they're implying that um, maybe it's just to throw the curveball, you know. Well, especially by calling him iron lad though right like in the in the regular continuity iron lad is young Kang, mm-hmm. right? Like from the Young Avenger. He was a right. Young Avenger. Uh, so it was an interesting thing. Uh, and they're setting up, which just like the original Ultimate Universe had like mystery set up right away. They were right. just like, oh, we'll take some time and we'll get to this, you know. But we'll set it up here. Uh, so it's him. Uh, the, the Reed Richards of this universe who is locked inside of a Doom mask, like some kind of man in the iron mask situation. Mm. That that the maker put on him because and and the way he worded it he goes why does he make you wear that mask he goes oh he put it on me when he first found me he said it was to remind me of my true self so the maker who is Reed right is the original Ultimate Universe's Reed who's a villain found the Reed in this universe that he twisted into his own and locked him in a Doom helmet because as he says it's to remind him of who he really is. <laughs> Yeah, total prick move. The maker is a dark character. The maker's basically saying, no, like, we're just, we're the bad guys. Don't you get it? We're too intelligent to be part of this world anymore. We're too good for them. We're, no, we're just too smart, right. right? Like, we're too intelligent to be part of this anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We are above it. We are just as bad as Doom. We are Doom. Why are we fighting with Victor? We are Victor. <laughs> He's a dark character, man. He's a weird, weird guy. But... In any case, uh, this this version of Mr. Fantastic and Iron Lad go, and the last shot of the Ultimate Invasion number four is Captain America frozen in ice, like with his shield and stuff. So we know at some point there will probably be a re- relaunched Ultimates book, which is their right. Avengers team. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm excited, man. It's. I never thought I'd see another try at this, and uh, here we are. It's it's an interesting thing, isn't it? Because yeah, like yeah. you said, when they when they dissolved everything, yeah, when it all went down, I was just like, yeah, it's fine, it's fine, it's over. Yeah, it wasn't a bad thing to do, no. 
but it it does. It's it's fucking nice, man. Especially for new readers. Yeah. Jump in now. Oh yeah. Because you're gonna get some fresh new stories. Well, yeah, and and it, it seems like because this is this is not the ultimate universe. This is a, a universe that the maker decided is gonna be the new ultimate universe, mm-hmm. and so he shaped it into what he wanted it to be. So. You don't even, I'm a, I would think you don't even have to know what the, happened in the original Ultimate Universe no. in order to jump into this, no, right? Because it's going to be very augmented. It's not yes. the Ultimate Universe. So, yeah, yeah. Fucking sweet. It's dude. not, it's 1616 was the Ultimate Universe. 616 is was the, the original, regular, yeah. and this one was 1616. And, and that, so I'm, I'm sorry, that one was 1616. This one is not. Right? This one is just a universe he found and turned into what he wanted it to be. He's a crazy bastard. It's Ultimate Universe 2.0, right? Like It's even gooder than the last one. <laughs> Put a 2.0 in front of everything, it's, it's automatically Dude, it's better. automatically just, yeah, yeah much gooder. Uh, sticking with comic news, um, Jason Aaron, who has been the writer on event, had been the writer on Thor and Avengers, and he, he had big, long arcs of things. Uh, is gonna leave from Marvel and go work for DC, and he's gonna write action comics as part of a Superman thing that he's launching. Interesting. Yeah, um, I'm sad to see Josh Williamson stop writing action comics because I like what he's been doing, mm-hmm. but I also really like Jason Aaron, and uh, it's gonna be. It's I think it's always interesting to see writers from either Marvel or DC go and write the other company's heroes because right. they bring with them perspective on a different company's heroes right, right. and can oftentimes uh find some new ways to tell us stories about characters that we have been that have kind of always just been what they are over the years there's been so much of that too though and i feel like that's really kept the industry fresh you yeah. know what i mean yeah definitely what do I, do with my I don't it's know. down here oh. it's down here it's over here I give, him, give him a drink so yeah i i think Watching that happen over the years has kept stories fresh, and it's cool. It's cool when it happens. Yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah, just as a whole. Yeah. So Aaron's gonna go write uh, action comics and launch some kind of Superman thing. There's not really much information about it. Um, I think that maybe there was a name. Um, I I had a little article pulled up that had all the Comic Con stuff that was going on because it's just it's a lot. There's so much to keep track of. Well, and they're shitting on the floor. Well, yeah, and apparently someone shit on the floor. That's the most <laughs> important thing that happened at Comic-Con. You can disregard all this other stuff as long as you know that somebody shit on the floor at Comic-Con. No, 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 no. Uh, no, it doesn't have a name. Fair enough. It was just, uh, yeah, it was just the next thing. Fair enough. What are our other orders of business here? Uh, So the only other big comic story, well, it's not the only other big comic story. We can't obviously talk about every single thing that happened in New York Comic Con. It's just too there much. There was a lot. We don't have that kind of time, uh, but <laughs> you, don't, you don't want us to. But a couple of other things that that uh, jumped out right: um, the Cohen era in the regular Marvel Universe's X Men comics is coming to an end. Fall of X is still an ongoing thing, uh, and we've announced new titles in the aftermath. And I'm going to be honest: look, I'm I'm definitely a guy who. You've been in love. I, I love Hick- yeah. I love Hickman. I love the Krakoan era. I love what uh, X-Men comics have become. I think it was the kind of jolt in the arm that the X-Men franchise needed to kind of stay relevant as, you know, 
things like Guardians and Avengers have continued to expand and do and do different things. I think the X-Men needed to, to stay competitive in that way. Um, that being said, I'm open to the idea of that going away and something new coming along. What I don't like is what I'm hearing about what the new things are because it just seems like we're walking back a lot Everything of the things that, that the Krakoan yeah. era did. So I'll give you an example. Uh, <clears throat> bear with me while I while I find this information. It was one of the other top news stories because look, that it is it's insane to me to see uh, what an impact the Krakoan era has had on X Men as a property when it comes to a big convention. Right, right. The biggest Marvel panel at this convention was the Krakoan era Fall of X X-Men panel. What happens when you have fucking Hickman writing something, though? Well, but he hasn't been writing it. He uh, hasn't been fair. writing it since for two years good, ago. For a good minute, I guess yeah, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. <laughs> when you have Hickman start something. Sure. Because it's always, yes, this big, massive, altering thing for whatever franchise it happens to be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And for X-Men, we got the yeah, Krakoan yeah. era. Well, he did it with, he did it with uh, you know... Um, Avengers before that. He did it with Fantastic Four right. before that. He's just really good at doing that. He's really good thing. at kind of giving series the shot in the arm they need to kind of Mar- come back knows to that. the fore. Marvel knows that. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's why he's now doing the Ultimate Universe, you know? I mean, he's the one who wrote Ultimate Invasion. Uh, how he's exciting. He's writing is, Ultimate Spider-Man. How exciting is that for him, though? Like, to get to basically build a brand new universe. Well, he was, he, that was where I first read Hickman. He was, he was an Ultimate Universe mm-hmm. writer. He wrote uh, a Thor series. He mm-hmm. wrote a Hawkeye miniseries. He wrote Ultimates uh, when it was relaunched as like Ultimate Comics Ultimates. It was uh, it was weird. The some titles were all weird. But at one point it was relaunched. He wrote he was writing that while when Captain America became president of the United States. Like that was where we took that story, right? Like so, yeah. Uh, the Krakoan era is coming to an end, and they announced some new series uh, that, again, just kind of, I don't know, just bothered. It seems like we're walking some stuff back. Um, so it will start with uh, Fall of the House of X, written by uh, Jerry Dugan and drawn by Lucas Wernick. Um, it's a five-issue series that will be directly in the aftermath of what's going on currently with all this. I mean, if you look at any X-Men book right now, it says Fall of X in the corner. They're all tying into it. Um, in the aftermath, which will see the nation of Krakoa brought to its knees following several years of prosperity, the stakes will only have grown more dire by that point with Cyclops on trial uh, for his life and the last remaining mutants making their final stand against Orcus, which is the big terrorist organization that's, right. that's caused all of this. We've, uh, he seeded that from the very beginning though. That's something that I think is so cool. Orcus was there at the very beginning of house of X. They were there. We knew that's who they were. And they've kind of just been quietly gaining doing their thing. Using in their the influence. background. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so then rise of the powers of X will be the, the next series written by Kieran Gillen uh, and drawn by R.B. Silva, who drew the original Powers of X, uh, in case anybody out there did not know that. R.B. Silva's fantastic. Um, this issue, or these, this five-issue series takes place 10 years into the Marvel Universe's future, 
as the X-Men rally to stop Nimrod and the Omega Sentinel from summoning a machine god and destroying Earth in their ascension. The machines are going to ascend, right? Mm -hmm. They're going to become singularities, right? Uh, Now, this is also something that I'm going to stop for a sec with that because this is also something that was seeded right from the beginning, right? The Powers of X story was about a world where human and machine were one and the mutants were still the outlier in that. Right. The machines had, the mach- there was nothing, there was no difference now between machine and, and uh, organic and inorganic. They were one, they were one being. And the next stage of their life cycle would be to ascend and become a, a being of energy in right. space. Almost godlike. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Become a singularity, which would then become a giant other thing and become a giant other thing. Right. It was, it's it was all terrifying. kinds of, there was levels that you ascended through. Um, so we know that there is a, a part of their future where that could be a potential thing that could happen. And it seems like that's what at least they're going to use this rise of the powers of X. So rise of the powers of X far into the 10 years into the future. And it's going to show them trying to stop that from happening because we know where that leads, right? That leads Danger. to, that leads to mutants being treated like zoo animals and locked in a zoo. As the last mutants are, are you know, dying off. Um, so, then uh, X-Men Red, the, the current writer of X-Men Red, Al Ewing, who is awesome, by the way, at anything weird and sci-fi. He's just great. Um, will be contributing his own series in the final chapter of the Krakoan Age. Ewing and Luciano Vecchio are collaborating on a four-issue miniseries called Resurrection of Magneto. This is where this is where it started to take a turn for me. I was like, resurrection? No. No. When Magneto died, they had wrote this huge and and Dugan, I think, was the one responsible for it. And he's like at the top of the the, the X-Men writer's desk right now. Uh they had this whole thing with Magneto where he was just like, Look, I'm giving up all my backups because I don't fear death. I fear what I would become with immortality right right like magneto acknowledges that if he if he's got to go he's got to go immortality is more dangerous it's to not him, good for him is more dangerous to him mm-hmm. than death so we're, we're just we're gonna bring him back i guess we're gonna undermine all of that good character development that magneto got and we're just gonna bring him back he's a he's an x-men mainstay i mean come on Look, I understand that, but I thought we'd, we'd that just happened. Like, let's wait a little bit of time before right. we bring it back. That just happened. Typically, typically we work in two year intervals with these things. Like Avengers X Men Eternals was last year, though. It no, just I happened know. last year. That's, that's when he died. That's what I'm saying. Typically, it, we work I think it it ended in January. We should have two years, yeah, between this shit happening. That's normally the cycle with this sort of thing. Yeah, there. I don't know why they're bringing him back, uh, but. The current X-Men saga and all of the fall of House of X and rise of Powers of X and all of these things that are going on uh, will wrap up the current X-Men line. Uh, and Brevoort, Tom Brevoort, who's a longtime editor at Marvel, who's currently the Avengers desk editor, okay. is going to be making the jump to the X-Men line in 2024 and obviously has probably you know, his own plans for the future of X-Men and what it is in the Marvel Universe. 
I don't know. I'm gonna see. Uh, I'm gonna be a little sad to see this all end because I liked it a well, lot. That, that's what I was just gonna say. It's it's odd because yeah, it's it's always cool to have a new jumping on point in these stories and stuff. But yeah, yeah. Sometimes you've got something so cool built up that it's like, dude, you you gotta fucking ride yeah, this yeah. wave ashore, and it doesn't seem like it's ashore yet. But maybe maybe they're wrapping it up gracefully. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. Like the 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 stuff I've read for Fall of X is good, right? These writers that have been doing this and kind of writers, picked up yeah. after Hickman left and have just kind of kept building on what he was doing, they're good at it. They're, it's a good story, but it's just, it's sad not only to see all the work, and because what, what House of X was and what Powers of X was in, in story form were finally mutants saying, enough is enough. We live here on this planet too. We should have all the sovereignty and rights that you have. And so we're just going to do that. And we'll wait it out on our little island until you kill each other. And then we'll, we'll take what's left of the planet. But in the meantime, we're going to give you some drugs that are going to extend your life. And that are going to cure brain diseases and cancers right. and stuff. We're going to give you some medicine so that you can have the full life you deserve. Just leave us alone. Right. Just leave us alone. Yep. Let us live. Let us be a part of this world just like you are. And it seemed like we'd finally, that's happened, they've tried that so many times with so many different things. We had Utopia, we had, we had, yeah, we, did. we had Asteroid M, we had the Savage Land. We've had so many times where we've tried to make this kind of thing happen, and it just doesn't work out. And it seemed like through Moira's gift, through Moira's abilities, we finally got it right. Sure. We finally were putting something in place that was going to sustain us and let us live on into the future. And we're just, no more. We're just going to stop all of that and go back to the mansion, probably. Because why not? Everyone loves the mansion, right? No. No. I don't love the mansion. Sick of this fucking mansion. I'm sad about <laughs> all of it. It's sad. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that was some of the big things that caught my eye as I was going through news. There was... There's obviously so much more. There was new trailers for uh, season two of Invincible. There was new trailer mm -hmm. for that. Yeah, there was new trailer for that MonsterVerse thing that uh, has got Godzilla in it. What's it called? Oh fuck yeah! I yeah, um, yeah yeah yeah. It's like a MonsterVerse thing. It's got a mon it's all the monsters. Yeah, I it's gonna be on Netflix maybe something. I don't know something like that. I don't know, I remember. I thought it was Max. Oh, was it Max? I thought so. I'm I'm, I, look, look, the, the funny thing is, I'm sure it's in one no, of these. No, you know what? I think you are right. I I'm think, sure it's in one of these. I think that one, one was these. Netflix. Because um, I, I thought that was a curveball. I think you're right. Yeah, there's some kind of big monster thing about to happen. Yeah, you know. It's going to have Godzilla, and it's going to have. No, I think Max, because Godzilla and, 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 King, Kong, and King Kong are owned right, by Warner. I, they are. Yeah, they are yeah. Time Warner, but I think for whatever reason, Netflix got this one. I think you're right. Okay. I, I think that was because I remember reading that article and thinking, what? That's kind of odd. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But I don't know. Here, you guys know, or you have the internet in front of you, so yeah. get on here and correct you would us. You think I would know because I have the internet right in front of me, and I was actually using it as a tool during the He had his supercomputer in his hand and couldn't fucking figure it out, so we need but, you guys to use your hand computers. But see, that's the problem. Do you know how much news there is? Have you been following these past three days? Because I have. There's a lot of stuff. So much shit. There's a lot of and, stuff. I mean, people shitting on the floor. That happens at this <laughs> convention. <laughs> We're never going to get over people shitting on the floor. No, it's man. It's never no, going to go so away. You have this holy event, okay? 
Comic-Con. Monarch. Monarch Legacy of Monsters. Apple TV Plus. Yeah, it's what gonna the be on fuck? Apple TV Plus. Uh so it's a Godzilla series. The trailer reveals a bit more about the elusive monarch organization and gives a glimpse at the two time periods the show will take place in. The nineteen centuries and half or the ni- the nineteen fifties and half a century later. Can I tell you, man, I'm sick of streaming services. <laughs> you don't have to get Apple TV Plus to watch a Godzilla show. Like, <laughs> I I understand. I understand. Like, all these studios want to make all the money and all that shit, and the best way to make money is have people pay you every month. I get it. Oh, sure. Cool. Okay. It's a fantastic business model if you want to have, uh, you know, sustainable wealth. Great. Um, dude, fuck off. <laughs> there are too many. <laughs> I can't keep up with it. It's like, oh, God, now I got to get the Apple one so I can watch fucking King Kong versus the world. You know, yeah, what I, it's, uh, it's goddamn ridiculous, man. It's some kind of Godzilla thing. Right. Um, God- there's also Godzilla and the monsters of the multiverse or whatever. It's well, a Marvel tie in. Well, there's a, but there's a, there's, we talked about it in the episode we did about previews. There's a, about to be a Justice League versus Godzilla versus Kong story, too. Like, yeah. Just putting all of this into it right now. There's so much, and it's like, oh, you got to have Max for this one, have Apple TV for that one. It's the same continuity, though. Uh, Netflix, though. Netflix, that's Here something I almost forgot. Netflix is the one reviving Scott Pilgrim and doing, Oh my god, it looks so good. doing a new animated it Scott Pilgrim so that has Original most voice. of the cast from yeah. the live action movie returning yes. to voice yes. their characters yes. including but not limited to uh Mary Elizabeth Winstead and Michael Sarah Michael Sarah who played Damn. Scott and Ramona. Right. Yeah. As it should be. There's new trailer. The new trailer is actually pretty good. Watch if if you can link it below. That that would that'd be cool because it's a cool little trailer. It shows off the seven evil exes. That's what this trailer was because we haven't really seen much of them yet. Yeah, I need to. Uh, I'll make a note of that as soon as we finish up here. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a good up. little trailer to to check out, right? And they're not paying us to say that. I promise. No, no, no. no. I, I nobody pays us to do this. Fan no, we pay to do this. Actually, right, it's this to, neat thing that we do. We have to spend money to do this. <laughs> you ever seen what a potential bankruptcy looks like? Look. That, but that's how dedicated we are to you guys. We, yeah, just, we love talking about nerdy stuff, and we're gonna do it forever, I guess, if we can. Yeah, I mean, here it's. Uh, can you imagine? Can you imagine when we're like 60, 60 years old, sitting here like? And so this year, at New York Comic Con twenty fifty two. Somebody threw up on the floor <laughs> again. They shit on the floor just like fifty years ago. <laughs> Uh, Hold on, my heart stopped beating. <laughs> uh, that's okay. I'll do it forever. I like talking about nerdy stuff. No, it's a blast, man. It's my world. All right, you guys need to go to entertainthegeeky.com. You can follow us on all of our social media there. Also, if you are not subscribed to the podcast, do that wherever you get your podcast and go to our YouTube channel. So if you're watching this on YouTube, thank you. Click that. You're subscribe. here. You did Click it. Click that subscribe button. Give us a like. Give us some love, comment. <laughs> uh, I know we made some mistakes here in this video, so you should, uh, you know. We made mistakes. I don't think we Give made any mistakes. Give us the what for? Well, I, I thought that motherfucking uh, Godzilla thing was oh, on well, Netflix. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, we, we got, we got yeah. computer. We got supercomputers in our pockets. So though. yeah, we you can have you it. can crucify me for that online. <laughs> uh, as always, stay geeky.